Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Threat Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey, and with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing all right this week. Thank you. That's great to hear. Glad that you're doing great. I hope everybody else out there is doing great that's listening to this podcast this week we appreciate you downloading us so much and if you really enjoy us please make sure you rate review and subscribe to us on spotify apple podcast google podcasts all those good places where you find podcasts also hit us up on our instagram at thread lads and on our twitter at lads thread we love hearing from you on all of those different platforms also we love hearing any of your comments questions concerns and you can do that or suggest those to us on our email listeners at threadlabs.com kevin it's another week here we just had uh i don't know what it was like by you but we just had ida roll through this way uh the past couple days um it's been very hairy we luckily we missed out on the bulk of it uh initial predictions were saying that hurricane ida was supposed to go right through baltimore basically like the line was over my house um but then it ended up shifting a little bit northward but it still hit a lot of our northern brothers and sisters up there in the pa new york uh new england in general areas and man uh I'm glad that it missed us because what 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 we got here was it was pretty bad rain, pretty windy, but not nearly as bad as some of the people in New Orleans got. I mean, obviously not as bad as the people. New Orleans got destroyed by this, and it's going to be weeks or an indefinite amount of time until people can get power back down there. It's hot as shit. It's humid. It's an awful situation. It's affecting so many people down south, down in Louisiana, down, up in New York. There was lots of flooding, especially in the Philadelphia area that I saw today because of the storm and all the downriver flood. Like, I, I don't understand people that to this point are not taking global warming climate change that's happening seriously and depending on whether what your reasoning as to what why it's happening the fact is it's happening and we're so woefully unprepared everywhere it seems like for all this shit yeah real real underprepared um i know my um i have a bunch of co-workers in new york and new jersey and they were all sending me pictures this morning and like last night of all the you know, all the flooding around their houses and stuff. And then they were sending the like viral, like a, um, they sent the map of, of, uh, New York city with all the like road closures and stuff. And there was some wild viral videos out this morning of like, uh, people driving through that insane flood and people walking through their apartments and stuff. And it was all flooded. Like oh, that yeah. just sucks. You just lose all your stuff. Luckily all my, you know, thankfully all my coworkers and stuff were all right, but you know, really, feel yeah. awful for everyone out there that well it, go it, that. it's all very shitty and super awful and unfortunate what's happening um but i think like i mean it, it, it's situations like these that just it should make us think that 
hey, maybe we aren't super prepared for the changing world, environment, climate that we're living in. But there doesn't seem to be any urgency, any thought towards actually doing anything for change. I mean, I think that there there's some crazy article I was reading saying how New York City over the past two decades has been more destroyed by hurricanes than Miami, which you would never think of. But there's a little bit more infrastructure in Miami to handle those types of things. And there's zero in New York. But the fact that, you know, how things are shifting as far as our climate goes, different types of uh, uh, weather patterns that certain areas that weren't prepared for this type of weather, when this stuff starts to happen repeatedly, maybe we should start thinking about improving the types of infrastructure we have in these areas. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. I know I saw like all the highways and stuff or or heard about it collapsing in new Orleans and stuff. And, um, well, there's highways the collapsing in yeah, New Orleans. There's the, the highways the flooding in Philadelphia. There's the subways flooding in New York, all that shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what? I'm going to get off this topic because um, that's depressing as shit. And also, I don't really know what I can do. I feel like I'm not doing anything. I feel like I could be doing more. Is well, what there's I think. Nothing, we compost, though. We started composting. There's you know, certain things start. you can do on an individual level. I mean, most of all this shit, it has to go to either city infrastructure planning or uh just things are like old like so much of our infrastructure is just old school so so dated in the way it's thinking that i i don't understand this 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 unwantingness to just kind of progress to develop forward even if the shit's changing, whatever, like we can have whatever fucking reasons we think why it's changing. That's not going to solve anything. We need to figure out what we can do in these areas to be better for people that are living in them and to be better prepared and to have resources. Yeah. I mean, personally, I know it's very depressing. We can get off of this topic. <laughs> I just think it's, it's just so fucking crazy. The, just like we got fires out west. It's like half the country is on fire and like parched for water. The other half is flooding and has way too much water. And it just seems like both sides of the country are just being destroyed by natural disasters and they're getting worse and we're not doing shit about it. Yeah, I think that was like one of the big things about this one that they were talking about was like as it started going over land, it wasn't weakening. It was just like staying the same which is unusual yeah so that sucks because that could be real bad if that uh increases but um i know one of the um i've been like reading about or listening to all this stuff about like the self-driving cars and stuff and i think it is i forget what company it is but they're gonna um start bringing self-driving cars in 20 or the goal is 2023 for like transportation to the airport and stuff like that Uh which i think is pretty cool also kind of scary but i mean i don't know it's like in theory it's scary self-driving cars the idea of like not being in oh it's hyundai it's hyundai hyundai is very scary for most people which is perfectly understandable even i uh an embracer of artificial intelligence and ai in our life am skeptical as well but 
I mean, if you think about it, it actually isn't. It isn't nearly as scary as going out into the road with individuals that you have no fucking idea. Uh, well, yeah, what they've I, it, been doing what? Like, I don't know because it all depends on like. I mean, it could be just as scary depending on like the. Uh, I know a lot of research and development is going b- behind all this, right. but there's always certain things. But hey, I'll be I'll be the first in line. I'll do it because I can't wait until I'm just saying, I, it's, as a, as someone who likes enjoys driving like for a hobby. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't I can't wait till I can like sit in a car like for a two hour trip and just have it drive me. You know, and so I could do like, you know, read or get some work done or do whatever I need to instead of just. Uh, instead oh, of just God. Driving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it would it would or up sleep. the levels of productivity, I would imagine. And um, just it, but that, I think it, it, it would end up being safer. Like it's fucking oh, unsafe yeah. as shit to drive now. Like the amount of calculate, like just think of like driving a car, the amount of calculations that you're constantly doing and taking into uh, account all these things it's it's so many calculations so many things processes that your brain has to do and now like throw in somebody that's drunk in there throw somebody that's old like all of these different factors too it's not safe to drive generally now not like as safe as not driving i guess obviously but the thing about like the whole ai car is like just that technology is when there is a mistake, when there is a malfunction, when there is a crash, there's like constant learning from the AI that's being upgraded and taking in all this information and 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 implementing that to be better in the future and stuff. And humans don't have that. We don't have that ability. Well, we have that ability, but the normal everyday person isn't going to even if they are in a car crash, aren't just going to start being a better driver necessarily after that or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's interesting. I, I'm going to be sad when I can't drive anymore. Cause I really do. I mean, it's hard enough just for me to get a manual transmission car, let alone soon. You know, it's one of those things where I'll be sad about, but also happy because I want to progress. I want to see some cool stuff happening. I want to, I want to have like, I want to be in a city, you know, like a, like when you'd see a futuristic movie and everything's all like awesome looking in the city and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I robot. That was kind of like a dark, that was a really, I like that movie. I just kind of like the underground, the underground highway system that they had with all self-driving car. Yeah. That's what it was on the magnets or whatever. I think it was. Yeah. That's a a great, you know, Will Smith has done some phenomenal futuristic movies. (laughs) Some very fucking terrible. Some all, yeah, he's really, it's kind of hit or miss, but, (laughs) but he's got some bangers in there for sure. Oh God. I don't know. His list is. I uh, enjoyed iRobot. I loved iRobot. I saw that. I saw it in theaters. I might've been with you. Uh, Maybe. I don't remember when it came out. I just know I saw it in theaters. And if you saw it in theaters, it might have been with you. It's very possible. But But also Wild Wild West, not a great movie, but kind of futuristic in the past. And as a kid, I very much enjoyed that movie. That was not futuristic. It was futuristic for the past. They had that giant spider. It was like steampunk. Everything was steampunk. (laughs) Which, like, if you don't know what steampunk is, just look it up. Just Google. Do a curse research of steampunk. When's the last time you watched Men in Black 1? It's been a while. It's been a while. That's a really good movie, though. That's a, that's, that's a really movie. good movie. Two and three, 
But that was more than its time. There was nothing futuristic about that. That was no. I was just time. saying. I was just going down uh, Will Smith. Movie. To be honest, I can't. Uh, really we're, think we're, of just, we're just. That's the game we're playing now. We're just naming Will Smith. Movies. To be honest, I can't. I think he was only really in that one futuristic. Movie. Oh no, he was in that movie with his kid, and that was terrible. Yeah. Uh, um, oh god, that movie sucked. It was an M Night Shyamalan movie. As that was well. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan directed that, and that was a piece of shit movie. I don't know. Some people. <laughs> Some people someone like, else who oh, I didn't after like Earth. After Earth, that's that's right. M. Night Shyamalan also has one of those people that makes some good movies and some real. I wasn't a big fan garbage. of I Am Legend. Either. Me either. And that was a futuristic movie. I Am Legend. I felt like had the potential. It, was it based off of books? I, I bet if it was, I bet I the book it was awesome. A book or a graphic novel, one of the two. One the book two. was probably sweet. Easily. That's how it goes. I mean, that's the only reason it gets made into movies because traditional was so awesome but i mean basically we need to figure some shit out like we need to like the world is changing we just need to i just think we need to catch up to it we need to develop things to to keep up with this ever-evolving world and I, i just don't think there's any effort and it doesn't seem like anybody cares it's like we love to fucking complain when shit is flooded in everything outside of our homes and it's happening more frequently. We'd love to complain when it happens, but then after it happens, it seems like nobody gives a shit anymore. Nobody thinks about any of these things. It does. It's just it's frustrating. Like, it does seem to be how it goes. Oh, well, whatever. We'll try to solve another human crisis next week on the podcast. Let's take a quick break, though. Um, and I do want to talk to you something that's slightly... Slightly has to do with Ida, but not fully. Not fully. The fall is coming, Kevin. The fall is coming. I guess, you know, in a full respect, I mean, it was very bad. It was very bad in a lot of respects, especially people like Louisiana, New York. People that really suffered devastation, but uh, we only got some rain here and uh, what I guess was pushing the storm through was this cool front and today was probably the nicest day I felt since spring. It was well, it was, it was downright like pretty cold last night. I think it got into like the fifties last night. Oh we gosh. had the windows open all night and all day, pretty much. I don't remember the last day I haven't had to put on the AC, but today was the day and it was gorgeous. I went out, I've walked around for like maybe two hours, uh, cumulatively throughout the day today, just enjoying the weather. Cause it was so freaking nice. It actually felt like a fall morning this morning. Ironically, you know, it's just the start of September, but this morning when I got up and how it felt outside, just the vibes of everything, it felt for the first time like fall. And it was, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. 
yeah, it was it, it cooled down about 20 degrees here too. I thought the same thing when I woke up this morning. It it was a little chilly here too. I mean, it was probably like 68 degrees, but compared to what it's been, uh-huh. um, and then yeah, it was it was a beautiful day today. So I I was happy to also to get some of that uh, cool front, and I think it's supposed to be in the 60s like next week too, which is great because it's just I'm tired. Dude, I'm so so ready for the fall. I'm tired of the 90 degree weather. Tired of the heat. That's like, the, like I, I, I don't mind heat. warm weather, but it. Like I feel like for the past two two and a half months here, it's been like nine over ninety, seventy percent humidity, feels like a hundred outside, like every fucking day. That or it's raining. It's either hot as shit and sunny or raining, and that's what it's just been like for the past two months. So to have a day like today. That really got me into the fall mood a little bit. It got me re- like I was not ready for fall. I don't think before today. I, I and I still love the summer. I love everything about the summer. I love going out. I love being hot out all the time. I love a summer's night when it's still warm and it's like ten o'clock and you can still have shorts on and stuff like that. But what I'm always and I, it, this happens at the change of every season is that. I do enjoy all the seasons. I I love fall, but it's the it, it's always the the preceding season that makes you appreciate the following season super much. Because I love summer. I love people being outside. I love cookouts and stuff. But then it got real too fucking hot, and now today it cooled off, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I love fall because it was just hot as shit for two months, and I need a little break from that and. I'm ready for it now. I was not ready for it before today, but now I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it too. I'm not really going to get it for a while. Also, like I, I well, yeah, already, you're in a different part of the country. Like yeah, because I mean, I don't really have that much. I don't really have any experience with the fall in Georgia, but I just know that of the many years I've been coming down to visit my grandparents for Thanksgiving, I it's either like real hot still, or it's like in the 50s or low 60s so yeah it's not gonna be but whatever I, as long as it's not in the 90s anymore I, i'll be all right 70s are good for me 70s well, yeah. mid to high mid mean, to 70s, is 70s is perfect for everybody nobody's gonna complain about 70 degree weather whatever um i do that is true though like you will get a later fall obviously if any fall compared to like what we get up here uh, it, it's a little different on how that operates, but it's going to be fall. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to be drinking pumpkin spice lattes. It's going to be, it's already annoying. Dude, they've had, they've had Halloween stuff out for a while already. And it's not even, it just turned September. We're, we're recording no, this on well, the second of September. It was literally a week or two ago that I was at the grocery store and they started to have pumpkin spice stuff everywhere. And they had Halloween candy out. Literally Halloween candy out. It was 98 degrees outside. And Halloween's not for another two months. Literally over two months away. And they were starting to have all of this fall stuff out. And I feel, I I don't know who asked for having the fall stuff out so early. I feel like we know the, the nice point when to integrate that stuff in. First week of September. It's as early as it should ever be. 
that's when you start to integrate the fall stuff in. Nobody wants that shit in August. People are, it's not even Labor Day yet, which is really the unofficial ending of summer. People are still trying to have some cookouts. People are still going on vacation. Nobody wants to see pumpkin shit at the grocery store when they're picking up their stuff for their vacation for the week. I'm just saying, like, we know when this shit hits. I guess it's a little different depending on where you are, but I feel like September after Labor Day should just be the universal start of fall for everybody. I don't know why we're not doing that. I'm fine. I'd be fine with that. You know, that would be just fine with me. We were talking about um, fall. We'll see. I'm a I'm a big fan of September because my birthday is in September. There so we go. Gonna start getting those birthday coupons soon. Little gonna biased. get my Starbucks. Gonna Every, get my Starbucks. Everything coupon. you're gonna say after this is biased. No. That being said, my favorite holiday is in the fall, Thanksgiving. I I like. I like Halloween, you know, it's not my favorite holiday, but I have nothing against it, you know, uh-huh. but uh, I generally, it's, it's funny because my mom used to like growing up, she'd always say that her favorite uh, season was fall and she couldn't wait till it was fall. And as a kid, I just was like, uh, are you crazy? Summer's the best, yeah. the best season because, you know, no school and, and pools right. and all that stuff. And fall but as is adult, going back to school. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. As an adult whose life doesn't really change whatever season it is. I definitely think that fall. Well, actually, I don't know. Spring's right up there too. There's a lot of weather talk, though. I don't. I don't know. But yeah. Well, I mean, spring, spring and fall, they've grown higher in my affinity as I've grown up. I mean, like we've we've been talking about on this podcast for a while how easier it is for a guy to dress when it's a little cooler out. You That's just true. or like, and when I say dress, I mean just look nice while dressing. Most guys look nicer with some long pants on, straight up. You just look, you can look better and more presentable with long pants than shorts. So yeah. the spring and fall really lend themselves to that sort of sort of situation. I will say, um, so I I wear a lot of sweaters. Like my favorite type of deal is like a sweater button down. Mm-hmm. chinos whatever classic um but i've been really having to hit the sweaters even when it's 90 degrees outside because it's negative a billion degrees in our office and then if i have to sit in a conference room for a meeting it's even colder so today especially um you know i was getting out of the office i was wearing uh a pullover my nice sweater pullover it's a little extra thick because i knew i had to spend yeah. an hour and a half in this one meeting room that makes your hands cold and then I get out of there. I'm leaving the office and, you know, I didn't take it, take it off before I went to my car and I'm just pouring sweat and it's not even as hot as it has been. And then I can just see people looking at me and I'm like pouring sweat and they're probably like, Oh yeah, you're pouring sweat. Cause why the fuck are you wearing that? That pullover? Yeah, that, that That's why I, get up. it's just, it's just very frustrating. The different types of, you know, cli- I mean, I guess I should be happy that it's not super hot, but no, but I mean, that's I, I just want consistency. I, I want consistency throughout the throughout the year. Then you should move to like <laughs> California. No, I don't want. Christmas. I don't want it to be hot at Christmas time. I don't want to live anywhere where it's hot at Christmas time. That's that's good. Well, you moved to Atlanta, so you're not really. Moving. It was co- no, it was it was pretty cold last year. Last year, I feel Early. like Atlanta is one of those spots, though, because it, it's even like this in Maryland, where it's kind of a toss up. Yeah. 
what it could Christmas be raining. Could be like you could get a white Christmas. It could be yeah. raining. It could be fucking, fifty and raining. It could be seven mid seventies. You never really know. Um, but that's like that—that's what your clothing point. That was something I never thought about until I was a little older. Um, and because just seeing somebody in full long sleeves, but it, it's still warm out, and you're like, "What is that person doing?" Now sometimes the person is a little, you know, mentally unstable or something like that. Right. I'm I'm speaking from a Baltimore perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, you'll see somebody in the middle of August and they'll have, like, fucking all long sleeves, whatever on. But that usually has to do with that's just, like, the only clothes that they have. That could Or, or mosquitoes. Or I've been getting bit up down here. Or so that's mosquitoes. a real thing, too. I, I do know about that. I, I, I have that sweet blood. Mosquitoes. Speaking of which, I... I I have, or, or, I, or I can't just finish. But I, I, well, my point was going to be to finish. My one point was seeing certain people have long sleeves on makes more sense now that I have been working in the office and I know how cold it gets in the office, and right. that like you just have to wear, like you have to wear winter gear or like cold weather gear all year round because most of your time is going to be spent inside even if you are going to be outside you have to go to your car you might run an errand or two you're only going to be outside for like 15 minutes like max so you can put up with the with the 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 little bit of sweating that you're going to be doing because you know it's all going to dry off once you go back into your office all all i know is that i i just I'm working from home tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. Um, I've been doing Fridays from home. I just like, there are certain times where, you know, I don't want to go back into it because everyone has an opinion about it. But like when I'm sitting in the office freezing cold and my hands are cold, you know, it's just very uncomfortable. I'd rather be in my own home. No, that shit sucks. Nobody wants that. That shit sucks. Like a motherfucker. But I, I, and we've had this discussion on this pod before. The, so, the the office thermostat is it, it is one of the biggest beacons of morale in a whole company, and no one can ever be satisfied. That's why everybody's morale is always up and down. You can never have a fully satisfied office because somebody's always going to be upset about where the thermostat is. I um so I I said it a few weeks ago or, or a few pods ago that I, I've been listening to a lot of Howard Stern recently because I got the free uh um seri- like the couple months of Sirius free in in the car um or and or on the app on your phone or whatever so uh, I've been listening to old Howard Stern interviews and I listened to two recently that were really good one was um Bradley Cooper surprisingly was hilarious and the other one was Larry David. And uh-huh. which was which was classic because it was it was Larry David. Oh, yeah. But How um, could that be dude, Larry David. Told, did you know he was in the in the uh, army? He was in the reserves. I did not know that. Larry he was David. Telling, yeah, he was talking about um, going through basic training and stuff, dude. It was hilarious. He so like apparently back in the day, he could and, not be a legitimate. <laughs> so that that that's the, the thing. Like back in the day during Vietnam, if you joined the reserves, you had a good chance of not having to go over to Vietnam because they were doing the draft uh-huh. um, and they had an active military, so they weren't calling up reserves. So like a ton of people apparently were trying to get to join the reserves just so they didn't get sent over. So that's why he joined. 
and he was talking about how like you know he joined the reserves and then he got in and he was like oh fuck well like i'm in i'm still in like the reserves so he had to do basic training and he in the army. <laughs> <laughs> so he went through two years of it and he was talking about this this one st- <laughs> this one story he was talking about where um like on the weekends he would have to you know like one week in a month you have to do training or whatever and uh-huh. he was saying, you know, at that time, everyone had the big hair, you know, the froze. Oh, yeah. And um, so he didn't <laughs> he didn't cut it. He just wore a wig. He like stuffed it under a wig that was like a, a crew cut wig. Like a skin <laughs> cut? Like a, one of those things that people in sitcoms put on to seem like they're bald? Like I one guess. of those things? I don't know, but it was ridiculous. It was hilarious. And then he ended up uh, eventually like going to a psychiatrist that would like write you a letter to say that you were like unstable. And so he got out of the reserves, but I mean, what a journey that was. Wow. And then he was talking about Seinfeld and stuff. I mean, like I get that, like fuck being drafted to fight in a war. Like I I have zero interest in any of that. (laughs) I don't don't care how unpatriotic that might make me seem or whatever, but fuck that. I'm not trying to fight anybody. I, that that goes against my entire ethos as a person. in the thread in our chat group where i mentioned this but i really don't think i've had enough hot dogs nearly enough hot dogs this summer for it being summer like i just don't think i enjoy i don't even know i might have had like one fucking grilled hot dog all summer i don't think very very many either it's very disappointing i love a summer hot dog it's one of my favorite things and I didn't get any of that this year. But maybe, according to this new study, which I, I some people have heard about, some people have not, but according to this new study, is a good thing that I did not ingest too many hot dogs this summer because according to the study by the University of Michigan or researchers at the University of Michigan, a hot dog could take 36 minutes off of your life. It's an oddly specific number to put on it. I don't I, I don't know how they fully came to the specific minute amount. I was reading the article, or not the article, but I was actually reading the study. And there's just a lot of science terms that are going over my head. And it, it breaks it down into a very, very more molecular level. But generally speaking, it takes 36 minutes of your life, which we, I think we all kind of knew. Nobody was eating a hot dog and be like, oh, this is great sustenance for me, ever. I, yeah, I agree. I, we all definitely knew that hot dogs were like extremely suspect, but I, I want to know how they specifically got it down to the, like some 36, because there's no, I mean, I, I, I want, I, I'd I, like to, I, I mean, I, I believe it, but I, I wish it wasn't true. Type I, of deal. D- I read the study and what where they came out makes sense based on where the study was at. I mean, there's a lot of factors going into the study 
um, that none of the articles really mentioned, such as factors that were going into the city. Like, they weren't just taking in what's worse or bad food for you specifically as a person, but also, like, what takes the most to create via, like, natural resources, like, the whole process of food and then eating it. So, like, processed foods take a lot. Oh, yeah, that's... They, and I mean, that's they're not good for you. So that's like where the yeah. hot dog really kind of falls into that. That makes more sense. Yeah. Hot, I mean, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Processed foods are, I mean, are definitely terrible for you. But I love a hot dog. And I usually eat two. If I'm going to have one hot dog, I usually have two. No one has one hot dog. Yeah. I mean, you know. If you're just having, unless it's like a Costco hot dog or something that's like fucking a foot long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ballpark. Half, like, Ballpark, uh, own, yeah. Frank. No one's had. If, if we're talking standard ass fucking hot dogs, like just normal ass hot dogs that are a little bit small on the bun, that, that leave both ends of the bun with like a good half inch width of bread, then those hot dogs, I think that's, I think that's what we're all talking about here. God, that's kind of a bummer because that just makes me realize that I haven't really had any kind of barbecue, si- like a like gone or to a barbecue situation in like almost two years, I guess, because I didn't last year and I didn't this year. Because I love my move at a barbecue is you get I get the cheeseburger and I usually have two dogs and like potato salad and coleslaw. I'm and the same way. Oh my god, burger two dogs. That's burger, the protein dogs. I'm in taking. Then all the other things that are Absolutely. around, but always a burger and two dogs. Got that's it. it's like a perfect standard. It's, a, it's standard. Oh yeah, it's standard. <laughs> that is, it's so good. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a bummer though. Dang. It is. Well, hopefully yeah. next year. Well, you can offset it by eating nuts, legumes, seafoods, because apparently those all add to your minutes. But surprisingly, on this list, which adds like another thirty minutes to your life, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Interesting. I wonder. Peanuts. Just because when it's... I was going through the research, it looks like peanuts really actually have a lot of health benefits. I eat a lot of peanuts. I eat a lot of legumes and peanuts, yeah. mostly peanuts, nut not... butters, and so I don't eat a lot of nut, nut butters. butters. Well, eat... you eat peanut butter. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a nut. That's butter. a nut butter. Yeah, nut butter is just a general new term to describe all the assortment of nut butters that there are because when we were growing up it was just peanut butter and now there's yeah. a million they, they, they make all the all the nuts into butters now but they all have varying yeah. health properties yeah what's the um what's the popular other nut butter almond butter cashew yeah butter. almond butter almond butter and um Sun, there's one more cashew one. no sunflower anyway. sunflower no Sunflower butter. Uh, hazelnut? No. There's another nut that we make butters out of? That's Maybe it's not a nut butter. Are you thinking of milks again? Because I know you were talking about milks, like pea milk. Like your oh, nut, no, no. It turns into pea milk. Are you getting your nut butters and your, and your alternative milks confused? No. Maybe I was just thinking of almond butter. I thought there was one more, though. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um are you big on almond butter? I was never really huge on almond butter. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, like, I don't, the, the only time I really have peanut butter, sometimes, I, like, I'll oh, use Nutella. I was thinking stuff. of Nutella. Yeah, Nutella. So hazelnut. That's what I was Hazelnut, about. yeah. I said hazelnut. You said no. Well, I've, whatever. 
<laughs> well, I think Nutella is more of a hazelnut chocolate mix. But. Yeah, it's a lot of chocolate, I feel like. <laughs> um, generally, I mean, peanut butter does the job for me. Peanut butter does the job. Me I too. like peanut butter. I, I, I bought some sunflower butter not, not too, too long ago, and it's good. It's expensive, though. Like, the alternative butters are fucking mad expensive. I've never, I've never had that before. It's tasty. It was good. I would like put the sunflower butter in my in my oatmeal. That was a big move for me. Oh, it would be very delicious, and it has some good health properties and stuff like that. But I mean, peanut butter does the job whenever I'm looking for nut butter. Right. Um, but you can eat the peanut butter and jelly, and I guess it apparently add thirty minutes to your life. I don't know. I- what about Uncrustables? Because I had one of those last week, and I feel like that did not add points to my time. I feel like that also took away. Well, that's because there's no crust. Most of the health in bread is from the crust. What? I just made that up. I was going to say, well, I feel like that's wildly inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> the bread that's cooked a little bit more. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I, mean, I mean, we probably should be eating that often anyway it's all terrible for you it's all sugar it's all carbs it's all fucking go to my gut just trying to eat lighter throughout the day you know um because i've always been kind of against like heavy things for lunch because it just bogs me down so like i I always hated when like people like when they would have like a you know an event and you're having lunch and there's like a mass amount of barbecue like that's great oh yeah it's It's delicious but it's like hey here's this lunch it's wings and pulled pork and brisket it's like i'm not going to do anything after eating how could you expect people to pay attention after that so like (laughs) i've been so i've that that i've always been like i've always been more of like a sandwich you know salad sandwich you know light sandwich light sandwich yeah yeah give it chicken parm or something but like but um but yeah, so I've been trying to like really dial down in that of eating light throughout the day until I'm like done. And at first, until you get used to it, you're a little little tired or anything. But I've been I got that consistent energy throughout the day without that that many crashes and things like that. Yeah, and I I definitely I don't eat anything in the morning. I like I'm an unintentional intermittent faster. Yeah, um, gen- just generally because like I just am not hungry in the morning. I that's how I was in the morning at all i probably don't get hungry until noon one o'clock and then i fit usually everything i eat it's between that noon one o'clock and then eight to nine ish range so i i like unintentionally am, have been in this intermittent fasting trend for, for a while and i didn't even know it and it hasn't what, helped me at all I, I was gonna say like pretty much my entire middle and high school life i was unintentionally intermittent fasting because i was the same one i would probably i was waking up barely on time to not be late but also just because i was not hungry that early in the morning so i wouldn't eat until you know whenever we had was like one o'clock for lunch or whatever depending on your free whichever free you wanted to god yeah (laughs) that's a whole that's a whole whole different different topic uh, topic um but we were talking about you you were mentioning barbecues 
and how you haven't been to any barbecues this summer um, and stuff like that. I, I was just at a barbecue this weekend. I was also at like a wedding celebration this weekend and it made me think, well, actually I kind of got into a little bit of an argument with my girlfriend. So yeah, let, let me, let me back up a couple steps. So we yeah, had about this. On, on this past Saturday, we had a barbecue to go to earlier in the day. We had a wedding thing to go to later that night. Um, my generally how I've always operated in going to these type of events is ju- you never want to be on time. And I, I, I almost like take it to be to like a, a barbecue or a and this is this was more of a this was a wedding reception. It wasn't an actual wedding. There wasn't a ceremony we had to be on time for. So like I take these types of events. It's rude to be on time to go to these events. Like a barbecue. If somebody's having a barbecue at their house, you want to be at least like 45 minutes late. Whoa, 45? 45. What are you talking about? We I, talking- I agreed with everything you said up until that. No, 45 That's way too late. No, it's not. I agree with you that you don't want to be on time unless you're there. To a barbecue. Help. If you're having a home uh, yeah. barbecue and somebody's yeah, unless- 45 minutes late, they're going to be perfectly on time. None of the, like all the food's not going to right. be ready. People are bringing certain dishes. Well, that's not true. That, all right, that's so, wait, hold up. It's wait, always- all right. I, no, I kind of agree with you. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. You should only be on time or early if you're there to help like set up. Like if you're yeah. knowingly there to help set or up, which that's my, one thing. My girlfriend had, yeah, she said if they're renting out a venue, like if it's like a wedding specifically that they're like, you have to be here. At well, this yeah, time. You have to be time. there because there's a whole ceremony. There's a whole hoopla. That has yeah, to be agreed. done, that you have to be but there on top of. 45 minutes is way too late. It's 20, it's like 20 to 30 minutes is perfect, you know? And Well, like, well, I was saying, like, but it if, also depends if, how if it's a casual thing, like, if it's a casual thing, but it's at a place that's rented out, 15 minutes is, like, I think 15 minutes is a good leeway. But if it's at a at-home barbecue, 45 minutes. It's 45 Wait a minute, if, well, if it's at, like, a place that's rented out, I'm there on time. Maybe, like... Yeah, but you don't want to be the first person. That's no, you don't want to be the first because person. Because the true. only other people that are going to be there, especially like at our age, it's going to be like old people. It's going to yeah, be like the awkward. grandparent that you don't know. It's going to be some aunts and uncles that you don't know. No, you got to go into that like 15 minutes late. People have started to come. Some like, you know, maybe the older crowd, they, they might have had a little bit liquor in them. They've had like half a drink in them. They're a little bit looser. That's a better time. But even yeah. still, like, you don't want to be exactly on time. If you're exactly on time, you're just going to be that awkward person waiting for other people to show up. No, I, yeah, I agree with that. It all, yeah, you're right. It depends on how casual this situation is, too. Like, yeah, obviously, if it's a wedding, no, because some, the shit's got to be on schedule. But right. Yeah, if it's more of like a barbecue slash that type of event, then yeah, I definitely go towards the, the little bit of a later side. Well, I go, things, I, are, I, things are already well, happening. Rented venue 15 minutes unrented venue 45 but it still depends on what 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 are they renting the venue for you know because it's like well what do you because it depends like between wedding and barbecue well i get is that that's going to affect what time you show up if it's an outdoor if it's it's an outdoor space that's rented and it's a wedding reception oh the wedding reception we're not talking about i think like 
there's certain things where we know we have to be on time for a yeah, wedding, the ceremony. like where there's the like ceremony. a ceremony. If it's happening in a yeah. church, you got to be like there on the exact. Yeah, you got to be. Time. You got to be there early, to be honest, because yeah. then you got to sit in the seat. Right. But right. most of the time, they'll tell you to get like they'll say be here at that time. Yeah. It's really. Well, usually if I show up early, I still wait in the car until the exact. Time. Me too. And I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You, you wait in the car and you see how many other people are going in. Right, yeah. right, right. That's usually my move. But too. that's for like a, that's for an event where you know you have to be on time. For sure. If somebody, if like my friend is having a barbecue at their house where there's going to be like several people there, a couple coolers, you know, of wine and beer, like all that stuff. 45 minutes. Because those people aren't ready for it. Like whoever's hosting, and I've been on this side very few times because I've never really had a, a place where I could host. But very few times. Been on that side. If somebody shows up exactly when you tell them to show up, all you're going to really be doing is asking them to help for like the next 30 minutes. Half your yeah, friends aren't even going to be there for the next 30 minutes. The food's not going to be on or at all ready for like a barbecue until at least an hour, hour and a half after that thing's scheduled to start. Oh, but you have the sides. I always have the sides out. I guess it depends. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, right. I don't want the sides without the main course. I'm going to a barbecue. No, no. I don't just want like appetizers. potato salad. Well, yeah, you got to have some dip. You got to have chips, some chips. Chips you and dip. Have, yeah, yeah, chips yeah, and chips and dip. dip. All that stuff. But I'm not trying to eat potato salad while I wait for the burger to come off like for, there's gonna be like another hour well, for the yeah. burger to come off the grill i guess it all it all kind of comes down to like who it is too like how well do i know this person because that makes a difference too also true also true i i still stand yeah. i still stand i think 45 minutes thing. is way too late 45 minutes for an event if it's at someone's home 15 minutes if it's a rented out event casual event on time if it's a well, very specific specific event. We'll get the intern to post to see how and if you can't figure out which side of the argument because I was arguing with this with my girlfriend she's very on time person be on time for everything every event you turn on time for and my whole point was you know some events you really really don't want to be on time for and in some cases very few but in some cases, it's rude to be on time. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Give a little leeway. You got to give a little leeway. Yeah, you got to feel no. it out. It really comes down to feel. Some people just don't have it. Let's throw that on our Insta at threadlads.com and see how people react to that. Uh, but Kevin, let's take one last quick break. Let's hit people with our recommendations when we come back. Do you feel good about right. that? I feel good about that. That sounds fantastic. As always, per usual. It, it, it was nice. And we're going to be back into a solid, smooth schedule here. Um, now, 
that we are headed into fall. Like I said, everything's just going to fall into place. Everything's going to be less less out of sorts and cluttered as we're moving into fall. It's just something about fall that does that to everybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we get out of here this week, we've got to give y'all our recommendations. And for those of you that don't know, our recommendations is just a little time when me and Kevin give a suggestion of something that we've really been enjoying. Could be anything. TVs, movies, books, magazines, food, all sorts of shit. Um, but we give those to y'all because we think that y'all would enjoy them. Because we've really been enjoying them as well. So, Kevin, what is your recommendation for the people this week? My recommendation this week is a Netflix show called Clickbait. And it has Vincent Chase from Entourage in it. And some oh, people that I, was really I saw sure. this show. I haven't watched it, though, but I think it's on my... I added it to my list. Oh, my God. So I didn't even... Um, I totally forgot about one thing I was going to talk about in the pod today. We heard this, like, extremely ridiculously, like, insane argument between two neighbors that we've never seen before um, last Saturday. And, really? Uh, yeah, it was insane. I'll get into it on a different pod, I guess. But basically... I don't know if they were drunk or what, but they were just like sc- like screaming at each other at like one in the morning for just forever. And it, the weirdest part about it is like we're in a pretty quiet area in our neighborhood and we pretty much see and know everyone around here. Um, and I've like ne- we've never seen these people before. So that made it kind of like weird and scary, too. But anyway, we were up that night after that watching because we had to make sure that the woman wasn't going to get killed. And uh, after that, we uh, were started watching that show Clickbait. Uh-huh. It's good. Give it a couple, you know, give it an episode or two, you know, it'll hook you in, get yeah, past some, some I don't of the have acting. Time for that. What, no, I, one episode only. It, you get, it goes right into it. Plus, Vincent okay. Chase is in it. That's I know. Just, that's, the only, know. That, that's the only reason I will give it a chance. That's the only, because Vince, Vince is in it. It's the only reason I did too. But I, it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty good. And I don't want to give away too much. So I think just uh, check it out. I, I, I would recommend it. I well, recommend it. I am glad that you didn't give away too much because this is literally on my list of shows to watch. So I want to take that on with a just a, a blank slate, which I think is the best way to go to most shows or movies and everything, yeah. especially nowadays when it's really so hard. It's like, like it's impossible to go see a movie that you don't know anything about. And it's yeah. hard to watch a TV show that you don't know anything about. But some of those gems, when you re- when when you watch something that you didn't know anything about beforehand, and then it clicks with you, that's one of the best feelings in the world. It really, it really is. There's nothing like getting hooked on a show, and it's so it's so daunting nowadays because there's 10 billion shows, and every anything anytime you see something that looks good, you're like, oh, it's. It's already like in two seasons and there's 25 episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so like that, That's like what the current landscape for watching TV is basically. It's like more daunting than anything else because there's so many channels. There's so many seasons of awesome things and you don't know what in every like every show that you can look up there's definitely somebody caping for it in some way or another and it's just it's and it's just overwhelming yeah more than anything else when you really think about the landscape of all the shit that we there is to watch that's why i honestly don't end up 
watching anything because I'm like, oh, I want to watch this or I want to watch this. And then I'm like, oh, do I want to watch these things? And then I'm like, well, there's something new coming out next. And I I just get overwhelmed and I end up watching the same shit I've been watching. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, (laughs) I go back to the same show. I, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But I will check this out. Uh, My recommendation for the people and y'all out there this week is a little bit of a switch up. Um, My recommendation is for everybody. And I know nobody likes sports that listens to this podcast, but my recommendation is for everybody to start really getting into the United States men's soccer team. Oh, yeah. For plenty of reasons, but I will keep it short and sweet. We have started the World Cup qualifying as we're speaking while we're recording this podcast. Tonight is the first game of our World Cup qualification uh our road back to the world cup as it were we missed the last world cup in 2018 it's very disappointing very embarrassing as a country we should be making the world cup every year but we start our road back to it tonight versus el salvador in el salvador apparently they opened the gates eight hours early so people could be nice and liquored up not that it's already <laughs> fucking hostile and hectic as shit down there. CONCACAF qualifying is just a whole nother animal going when when, when the U.S. is playing away because teams are getting so up for it. But then it, it, there's not the infrastructure necessarily protect everybody. So it gets a little loose. It gets wild. And so that's what we're starting right now. But we're on our way back. But... Mainly, like, we have a lot of good players that are very young and are on some of the top club teams in the world. This is one of the most exciting rosters I think the U.S. has ever put out for World Cup, World Cup qualifying. Now, I know the 2022 World Cup is coming up next year, but the thing that I want to get everybody invested in is just this used. United States American team, there's a lot of players, a lot of young dudes who have bet on themselves, have moved over to Europe, have tried to make that next step, want to challenge themselves in the next step of the world. But we host the 2026 World Cup right here in America. Heck yeah. So, and that is probably the time where all of our, like our best dudes that are right now, they're very young and exciting, are going to be hitting their peak. So all of this starting to build up with this first game right tonight versus El Salvador for this 2022 World Cup qualifying. This begins this journey to basically 2026 where we'll have our best team ever and we'll be hosting it in our home nation. So I am just putting people on alert, making people uh, just aware of this awesome soccer team that we've got going because honestly, Kevin, I want soccer to overtake baseball as the fourth sport in America. And I think it's really getting there. I think our generation is pushing it there because I think a lot of our generation and younger actually likes soccer or like enjoys it or just in a way that older generations never did. Like, right. Our, like my dad, he couldn't, he could in a million years, never named you a club soccer team. Not a single one. 
And but I feel like a lot of people our age are really getting into soccer, whether it's from a national team level, from following this the United States men's teams to f- even a club level where there's like there's Premier League, U- English league games, Spanish league games, Germany German league games every week, and people are actually like getting pumped. You see, you'll see jerseys now of teams yeah. in Germany that you would have never seen 20 years ago so like i'm just like trying to get everybody on board for this united states men's team that in 2026 we could literally be competing at our highest level on our soil at a game that you could go to that you could be at and it will be fun as shit it, it, nothing compares to it being wrapped in the flag and cheering for sports i don't think there's anything that is better than that I'm very excited for it. I can't wait. I see down here, there's a, well, it's mostly like Atlanta FC jerseys and stuff down here, but it does seem to be growing. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about the team. I didn't realize there was a game on tonight. It's on at 10. I'm probably going to watch some of that and then fall asleep. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I need something to wash away the Newcastle, all the losses, and now a draw. <laughs> hey, it's I'm been a rough fan. First of yeah. all, we are 20th in the fucking table. So I don't want to hear your Newcastle story. It's hard out there. You know, it's tough. It's hard out here for a moment. Um, But I think that will do it for us this week on the Threat Lads podcast. It's been another awesome, fun week talking to all of y'all. Kevin, I hope you had fun talking with me, talking to everybody as well. Always. That's great. That's great. And we'll we'll be back on this roll here. We're going to get back into our normal flow of things so everything can be a little bit more normal for yourselves, for ourselves, and it'll be it'll be great. I'm looking forward to this fall, Kevin. Um so for Kevin O'Connor, I'm Justin Dorsey. This has been the Thread Lad podcast. Thread Lad.